Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am speaking with Casey Ahern. She has just released a fantastic new track called The Cows Came Home, and I am super excited to talk to her all about it. Casey, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All good music deserves to be talked about, and this song is fantastic, as I mentioned before we started recording. Um, I want to hop right into it. I want to know what does the song mean to you? Like what inspired you writing it? What's it all about? Yeah, so the cows came home, kind of came up. I was talking to my boyfriend at the time who um, is now my fiance, actually. Nice. Congrats. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but we were talking and neither of us have really been in a serious uh, relationship before. And I asked him, you don't ever wonder what else is out there or who else is out there? And he said, calling the dogs, put out the fire, the search is over, I found the one. And so I wrote that down and it kind of inspired the cows came home. So I took it to my co-writer, Caitlin Dykes, who also kind of had a similar experience in the way that her husband came into her life when she was not expecting it. So we kind of wrote about that and just our personal relationship, mine and Wyatt's, my fiance's mm -hmm. personal relationship but it's really about finding the one when you're not looking for it and it almost happens magically. I love that. That's so romantic and heartfelt. But like now you have the song as a time capsule to look back <laughs> on for basically the rest of your life. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, the, the song itself sounds amazing. Did you have any outside help putting it together in terms of like a team or producers or anything along those lines? Yeah, so I worked with uh, Nathan Meckel and Mark Nemec. They're here in Nashville. They call themselves the Buzz Brothers. <laughs> Love um, that. They, okay. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. They <laughs> they work cool. as a, a collaborative team, and they really helped me shape the song and get it ready to produce and record. And sure. then all the musicians on the track just put their own flair and um, just hearing it from like the guitar vocal that I sent them or they got to listen to. And then putting like the steel guitar on, the fiddle, the um, acoustic guitar, everything. Mm -hmm. They just bring their own touch to it. And it becomes like something that I never would have imagined. Totally. It's like this little world of sound that opens up. And I, <laughs> I have to say, though, like, while there is a ton of amazing instrument instrumentation coming across, it's also sort of like minimalistic in a way where it's not overwhelming. And it, it does touch on so many styles and genres and stuff like that. If you had to sort of describe it in terms of like, hey, listener, this is what you're about to get. How, what would you say? Oh, I would say definitely country. Um, I think with the more, more on the old school or like organic style of country music, but mm -hmm. with a bluegrass flair with like the fiddle and the real strong three-part harmonies coming in on the choruses. Totally. Um, which I've been on the biggest bluegrass kick lately. So it kind of lines up with uh, where my ear's at right now. I love that. I feel like bluegrass is making a resurgence. It, at least like, I mean, obviously you're in Nashville, so it's, you're probably surrounded by it all the time. But even just like globally, or at least in the US, it feels like there's all these bands popping up. And like, I love it because it's just yeah. some like classic vintage sound, but in a modern mm -hmm. world, I don't know. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Looking forward, though, obviously, yeah, I want to I want to keep the focus on this, but I want to talk about the future. Do you have anything else in the works? Are you the type of artist that is always working towards the next thing? You know, I it's funny. It comes in waves, I mm -hmm. think. 
Um, there's times where I'm writing song after song because I'm just in that mindset. But right now, I'm just kind of giving myself a little bit of breathing room. I felt like the last year was really heavy on writing and yeah. kind of getting into that mindset. And I almost found myself very hung up on it uh, and very critical with with myself sure. and what I need to write. And I'm kind of like, okay, I need to step back. Because um, even just, I've found that even just enjoying life and the experiences you get through it give you things to write about. So I'm just letting right. it come naturally and um, fully agree I fully agree it's like you can't force creativity can't force the creation but also you can't force life experiences you can't be purposely doing things in order to write a song about it later Mm -hmm. it's like you said it just has to sort of organically happen and then you'll figure it out and uh yeah you can't rush art there's nothing about that um how long have you been playing music for as a whole or I guess just involved in it so I as far as I can remember, I was nice. singing to uh, like Doris Day musicals or <laughs> things like the old black and white uh, TV shows that or musicals that my parents would show my sister and I. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up guitar, I think around seven years old. So Damn. Uh, it's been it's been a <laughs> while. Um, and then I cut my teeth really in uh, California, whereas where I'm from originally. OK, with my band there, I started playing shows at 16 out there and then just kind of did the live show thing and it developed into okay I need to actually have songs to put out so people know what they're what they're getting themselves into when they come to the shows was there something specifically though that like turned it from more of a hobby to like I want to be in a band making music or did it just sort of happen it just sort of happened I think it was always in me I just kind of knew from the time I started singing and writing and playing guitar I was like all right this is my direction this is where I want to head and um just kept following it and pursuing it from there love that it's like do whatever makes you happy completely Mm -hmm. understand um well so I mean now that you've been through this process of making music and releasing it and literally going from the writing stage to the clicking the submit button (laughs) is there something that you look forward to the most the like the single thing that makes it seem the most worth it in the end I think the I, I think it's I think it's a, a twofold thing. I think that the biggest okay. thing is um when people come to me and say, hey, they've listened to the song and it's touched them in some way that's deeper than just, oh, I love the song or right. oh, it's catchier, this and that. Um I had a single, um, I think it was a couple of years back now, didn't even get a goodbye that someone came to me and said, Hey, it reminded me of my parents and my relationship with them and um and it just I was like okay wow that's something that is personal to that person and they can relate to it and then also just getting the message out there I try to write with some sort of like moral um I'm very strong on my moral compass that's something (laughs) very very hold to me uh very close to me seems rare nowadays so yeah yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah but I um so I try to write with some sort of like message in mind. And I think for the cows came home, the biggest message on that one is just being fine with who you are and being happy within yourself, because that's when those people that are meant to be in your life will gravitate to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really strong with the cows came home. And I hope that when this one releases that people come to me and say, Hey, you know what? I'm, it's given me that kind of outlook on life. Totally. I love that. And you know what? It's it's so tough nowadays because I feel like people listen to music 
for the way that it makes them feel like instrumentally and productionally Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and there's so few people that actually sit and listen to the lyrics so when someone does come up to you took your words actually tried to connect the dots and make a story I feel like that has to mean the world because that's arguably the most personal part of the song like it's you putting out your personal experience and uh yeah it does feel rarer rarer and rarer nowadays because yeah I mean music just you know it's all about like the drops and the yeah. effects and the novelties and the gimmicks rather than like hey this is a piece of my life like enjoy it so mm-hmm. it has to feel the best just a roundabout way of saying that yeah it feels but. good when someone connects <clears throat> to it and they um they can relate it back to their their personal life <laughs> exactly and, so. um now are you playing shows and if you're not is that something that's in the works or in the future so I, I've been asked to do a couple rounds um, upcoming, so I'm trying to figure out my schedule and everything. It's kind of all over the place right now, but as of, at the moment, I'm sort of stepping back a little bit, letting okay. this one kind of release, breathe, yeah. and focusing more on just what I want to do with music and where I, where I want to go with it, no. uh, to be honest, because... I think as an independent artist, you find yourselves a lot of the time getting hung up with social media or I have to do this and not focusing on the creativity and the artist side of things where you, because you have to be your own manager, your social media coordinator, you have to be everything for yourself. So I found myself getting so hung up on that, that I was almost like putting music to the side and art and just being in love with it to the side. So trying to... (laughs) get back in that mindset (laughs) I'm so happy you said that because it's so true and no one not no one but a majority of people don't understand that it's like it's not just getting in the in the studio and laying down some tracks and calling it a day nowadays making music and attempting attempting to get it heard by people is a job in its own Mm -hmm. yeah as an independent artist who's supporting themselves or even has a limited team working with them it's like you become more of a content creator than an actual musician and it's just it's so annoying like your music your you know what I mean it's like who's best at marketing rather than who's the best musician like Mm -hmm. it should be and I could talk about it for days because it's so freaking upsetting Uh but whatever I think when people listen to this they'll be like okay she doesn't need to do like funny TikToks like we're just gonna listen to her music and oh yeah (laughs) I'm I'm so behind the game I don't even have a TikTok and I know that I need one and I'm so behind the game but there's a part of me that's like I don't really like social media so I try to like live live the realistic life rather than the portrayed social media life I don't know I waited till this year to like get TikTok and it has absolutely ruined my life. <laughs> like my, yeah. att- my attention span is shot. I, I like my my comedy likes have changed. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just the most worst addicting thing ever. But <laughs> also a necessary evil at the same time. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So we uh, we're at the beginning of October, <clears throat> and it feels like we're at the end of the year. Do you have an outlook on what the next year of your life looks like? Could be personal, could be professional, and it could just include lofty goals or things that you'd like to happen. Yeah, so I kind of looking looking forward, a big thing is really falling back in love with music, like the artist side of music is a big thing for me. So just kind of letting it come naturally. But on the flip side, um, I guess it's, 
hobby kind of turned maybe a little more career or at least side hustle. Um, I have my pilot's license. Get out. That's awesome. So (laughs) I've been flying a lot lately, really focusing on building my hours to get my commercial license so I can fly and get paid to fly. So that's been a big thing lately. I think over the next year, that's a goal. And then also um, our wedding is planned for next October. Actually, funny enough, it's supposed to be, this was not planned at all. It was just absolutely coincidental. We're getting married October 14th of next year, which is the same day that the release date this year. Love so it kind it. of lines up. Um, it was meant to be. That is beautiful. Yeah. That so that's beautiful. kind of, um, you know, up, everything's a little up in the air, figuratively and literally. Yeah, but, actually. I yeah. love that. That's amazing. Well, it's, you, you know, you gotta, you can't plan everything. You gotta keep things loose and you're going to mm-hmm. see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. I love that. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple more for you. I want to know what are you listening to? Just generally, what are you enjoying? What's at the top of your playlist and anything you can recommend? Yeah, I, it's funny. Some of our good friends are really into Turnpike Troubadours. Okay. They sound Uh, really familiar. Yeah, they sing. uh, One of my favorite songs by them is Long Hot Summer Day. That's a good recommendation. Um, Again, being more in the bluegrass kind of mindset, Tyler Childers um is really good um I'm trying to think of what I've been kind of listening to a lot of like independent artists that just kind of come through on my Spotify recommendations totally but a lot of bluegrass um Aaron Watson who's more Red Dirt Texas Cody Johnson who I absolutely love too so just sort of in the a little more organic country kind of style rather than the pop mainstream stuff lately that's okay you like what you like honestly (laughs) the music is at your fingertips and it's never been easier to find something new taste Mm -hmm. can change in a day wild it does (laughs) (laughs) um casey well my last question for you is basically for the person that is going to discover you from this and Mm -hmm. for the for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them um first thing i I would say is thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening, but also that when you do listen, really try to focus on the lyrics and listen to the song um, a few times over because I'm not the type of writer that just tries to fill in the blanks. I try to write with every lyric meaning something, whether it's abstract and personal or whether it's pretty straightforward, but really listen with intention, I would say. I think that's a great answer. Uh, Casey, I want to sincerely thank you so much for your time. Please let me plug your music for you. The song is called The Cows Came Home. We will have links in the article so that people can listen and share and follow along and do all that fun stuff. Um, But it sounds like the next year is looking extremely bright. So I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing more. And if not, that's okay. Just let it happen. You can't (laughs) rush it. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and this uh, crazy up and down roller coaster <laughs> lately. So I <laughs> all good, it. all good. All right, have an amazing rest of your day and I hope to speak soon. Thank you, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye.